Hello, this is Grad School Grad, a podcast about public policy and international relations graduate programs in the United States. For today's episode, uh, continuing on the season two theme of preparing for grad school, I'm going to talk about preparing socially for grad school. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking this is a topic that'll be fun for many people. So um, when talk about preparing socially, what, what I'm really referring to is having a, an understanding about what are your general goals when it comes to the social aspect of grad school. Um, what I'm not talking about, which scarily speaking, I have heard and seen people do, is uh, setting quotas about uh, what they want to get out of grad school in terms of number of friends by type or whatever. Just I just don't recommend that, but I've seen people do that. Um, but I think it's under, it's important to just have an understanding of, uh, at least going in, what just general hopes and goals and expectations, broadly speaking, um, is because there's going to be lots of competing um, for your time and sometimes money. So um, if there's different opportunities to spend time with your different, different groups of people from grad school, there's usually trade-offs about whether or not spending time with other friends from grad school or other with friends outside of grad school, relationships outside of grad school. So, you know, as things just go really fast throughout grad school, it's just good to have a, <clears throat> just a solid awareness of what you want and what you don't want. So, you know, you can say yes to something or no to something. Oh, yeah. And by the way, that's one of the biggest issues uh, that annoys everyone in grad school. But for some reason, everyone frequently offends is... Uh, struggling to say yes or no to things. So many people burn so much time, cause so many hard feelings, uh, just by saying maybe and not giving straight answers, giving people false hope, and not just saying, hey, I want to do this, and I'll sign for this, or no, I'm not available for this, so I'm not going to RSVP. Too many people just RSVP or sign for things socially. I'm not talking about like clubs or stuff. Socially. Um, and just find themselves unable to keep their commitments so all right so, so to help you know you be better about preparing socially keeping your commitments and just having more fun i think it's good to prepare uh all right so how do you think about preparing socially for policy or, or our grad school i think uh it's a good starting point is to understand your desired social mix so I would say, generally speaking, there's four areas of social um, activity um, that people derive social pleasure from in grad school. One is, of course, your friends from grad school. The second is the friends you already know in the area. Uh, this might not be relevant for people moving to a brand new area where they don't know anyone, but sometimes it is relevant. Then there's family. Even if your family isn't close to you uh, or, you know, there's, there's something to be excited about talk to your parents on the phone or talk to family members, maybe going back home for family occasions. Um, so now some people move to grad school to be closer to family and sometimes family members will want to see you and travel to see you. So everyone's your own situation. And then lastly, very importantly, significant other. If someone goes in grad school dating or married, um, there's something to be said about investing time to that person. So at least the expectations. And I think you now with these four, four categories in mind, it's important to identify uh, you know, what you want to invest time in or invest in period 
and what you now you're okay with letting go by wayside a little bit. So, for example, me personally, I actually love my family, but I told my family like, "Hey, I'm going to go through two years of grad school, and I'm obviously still going to come home for major holidays, but you're going to probably hear from me less." So, yeah. so I, you know, I told my family that my family's a little bit prepared. Um, my girlfriend at the time knew I was going to grad school. You know, I think she was aware that I just would have less time available. I did have friends in the area, and my personal decision was to split uh, my social time uh, with dedication to keep my friends personal in the area, but also but making a good chunk of new friends from grad school while make, still making an effort to keep my girlfriend in time. All right. So, um, now, with that in mind, uh, that's how I knew how to think about what you what events, what social opportunities, what personal invites to say yes to, what to say no to, and then just how much effort I should make into socializing, period. So um, let's talk about friends from grad school. I think there's something to be said about uh, understanding why people want friends from grad school. Uh, for some people, it's all about social reasons. You know, they just, this grad school is a major life event, and they just want friends from, from uh, this time in their life. Uh, and that's very fair and, you know, very smart. You know, there's not many times in life when you are just with a pool of people that are all interested in a certain topic. And that leads to uh, a great field for making new friends. Um, I think it's smart to make goals conceptually. And by what I mean conceptually is just maybe something like, hey, come, come out of grad school with one or two good friends. Hey, come out of grad school uh, with, speaking hypothetically, come out of grad school with a tennis buddy or something like that. Um, I think there are certain goals that you know, it's always okay to aspire towards, but it can be a little bit unrealistic to demand for yourself. Like I've seen people say, hey, I'm going to make my future bridesmaid or my future best friend in grad school. I have seen people say, hey, I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to make my 10 best friends in grad school. I think that such goals are a little bit unhealthy because they sometimes people force relationships when it's not naturally there and get to be taken advantage of. Sometimes waste your time. Um, well, I see the biggest issue in terms of just thinking about grad school socially is loss aversion. And that is, you know, no one likes to lose things. Now, if you if you have like five food options, you like to keep all five food options. Maybe add one, but you don't want to lose one. It's just human nature. And what I see happen to people is that people struggle to adjust their goals. So, for example, you know, I went to grad school uh, interested in education. And what I realized very quickly that I didn't really socially connect with uh, a lot of my peers in education, I just moved on and said, hey, um, I'm going to make social friends, broadly speaking, not just focused on education. But, you know, some people struggled to do that. They were very fixed on a certain target and struggled to adjust because they didn't want to, uh, in their mind, lose uh, or fall away from their goals. And again, there's something to be said about flexibility. I think it's just smart to have that in mind. I think it's also smart to talk about thinking about why you want to have friends in grad school. So 
you know, there's definitely a purely social angle, which is something we said about making friends. But I will say there's quite a few times where I see people make friends with a networking angle. Um, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do this. So, um, like I said, I went to grad school, interested in education, thought about, hey, might as well have some friends who also have a be interested in education. I think that's, you know, a healthy way. Like if tangentially they have a networking benefit, sure, why not? Um, if, as long as there's a shared interest and the relationship is genuine. A raw way I seem to do this, and I'm not trying to pick on international students, but honestly, there a lot of interesting and unusual social uh, strategies and angles um, I seen, have been seen from international students is uh, international students essentially targeting uh, Americans based off of perceived networking advantage. So, for example, uh, I've seen a lot of Chinese international students uh, target U.S. veterans um, because this very interesting belief that uh, the veterans can give them access to all the stuff they see on the movies about U.S. military power or something like that, uh, or at least give them credibility by being associated with a veteran. Um, it's very bizarre to me, and I think a lot of times it comes off as uh, aggressive and inappropriate. Uh, and so, but then I've seen international students of all stripes uh, target U.S. students to be friends with uh, because perceived wealth or family name. Um, I've seen quite a few times when. Uh, the moment uh, an, an international friend, an international student friend group find out that an American is related to someone famous, they jump on uh, socializing that person, trying to bring that person to their social circle because of perceived benefit. Um, yeah, I think at a certain point that's just not looked upon well. But that being said, um, you know, if there's a general social, a, a general networking angle in which tied to social relationships, I think, I think that's fine. If you're just, shall we say, uh, seeking a specific tar targeted and kind of like a feeling of taking advantage of someone feel for social relationship, I think that's a little bit uh, not appropriate or very much not appropriate. Um, I mean, then there's other elements of, of uh, thinking about friends in grad school. Um, both American and national students, I've seen a fair amount of making friends in the interest of uh, social climbing. And social climbing, I've seen this happen in a few ways. One is uh, just connecting or making social relationships based off experience. Like I've seen people straight from undergrad try to target the person who's a little bit older, has money, has connections, uh, has experience. Well, okay, it's a little bit... Un it's interesting. I wouldn't call it completely inappropriate, but sure. Um, then there's, I see it by wealth. I definitely seen uh, certain people make friends because they think a person, and I usually see this among women, a certain person lends uh, experiences based off of uh, the wealth uh, the wealth a person has and won't pay, uh, pay for things. Um, if it's, it's a little bizarre thinking about it, but I've seen it. Again, I don't recommend it. I don't think it's smart, but again, people think about this. Um, and 
again, I I want to clarify. I'm highlighting this just to highlight traps that's probably not good to fall into in terms of social pre- preparation planning. Um, and then by status, by status, a little bit more interesting because your status in grad school kind of like doesn't come about right away, uh, but or perceived status, but people's perceived status kind of like develop over time. And by status, uh, I really mean like by popularity. And it's one of the things that you can never predict who is going to be popular in grad school. Um, there are lots of cases of people who are popular undergrad who are not popular in grad school and vice versa. I would say of the, the some of the graduate school experiences I'm aware of, the people who were popular uh, were, it was very shocking who, who was popular. Uh, a lot of times it was not the people who came from um, the, the, be- the, shall we say, uh, the best uh, prior ex- prior careers, prestige careers. And by prestige, I mean like the, the social impactful careers. Uh, there was, I didn't see a correlation between wealth and status. Uh, there's also no correlation between uh, quality of school, quality of education, or even intelligence with status. It's a little bit grassroots and it's very hard to predict. But what I have seen is at a certain point when someone is identified as popular, um, that people try to jump on the bad bandwagon and waste a lot of time jumping on that bandwagon. Again, I want to highlight this to highlight these realities. So, you know, when you think about your social goals, you could be emotionally ready that you, you, if you, for some reason, really want to jump on the bandwagon, be with a popular person, hey, go for it. But be emotionally ready that you don't have to do that. You know, you can, if you have other goals, don't do what you want to do. All right. Um, then I think there's something to talk about in terms of, you know, thinking about friends. It's like, how much are you going to invest in terms of money and time? Um, again, people have competing priorities with other social experiences. If you want friends in grad school, you're going to have to invest money and time. I say the big one's time. You know, it's one of those weird things that you already spend a lot of time in grad school uh, doing the academic parts. You know, do you really want to spend more time with your fellow students? Some people do, but just understand that's going to add more to the competing demands on time and money, you know, activities, trips, eating out, all that stuff. I would say also on, onto a new topic, there's something to be said about social planning for ulterior motives. Um, I'm not going to say it's inappropriate because, hey, people have different ambitions but I have definitely seen people coming into grad school and want something that definitely has a social angle to it. So, for example, people come into grad school knowing from day one, day one run for student government president in order to succeed to run for student government president or club president or something like that. Every school has a different type of leadership structure. Um, so they need to make the right friends socially. Um and I have seen people plan their entrance to grad school based purely off of ambitions. Um, there's something to be said about, um, you know, if someone is interested in running for a political office one day, it might even be a smart thing to go to grad school thinking about, hey, do you want to make social friends that could help you for the political careers down the line? That also might be smart. Um, and I've seen people play that game. Um, and... You know, hey, get it's an opportunity to do it. You manage your social life however you want. If you want to go to that angle, go for it. So ultimately, what I want to wrap up with is, in terms of planning socially, know what you want and know what you don't want, and then 
hey, uh, when when grad school comes, it's fast and furious. Uh, make the decisions based off of that foundation of knowing what's right for you. All right. Hope this is helpful. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye.